In today's conversation, we're going to be talking about fear, failure, and the future. Let's get into it. Welcome into the Bears and Lions podcast. I am your host, Kyle Vaught, and this is the podcast where we challenge the present by viewing our past. I firmly believe that our greatest future lies within the correct view of our past because when we actually look at our past, we're going to find out that there are so many things that we have conquered that just we could have never imagined. Even where you are right now, at some point in your life, you have probably prayed or wish that you could be exactly where you are like you are in your dreams from younger you might have been 13 years old saying i can't wait to move out now you've moved out and you're like i don't know what i was thinking because being an adult is hard i mean wherever you might have been in life at some point you would hope that you were in a position that you're in or have gone through some of the things that you've gone through. And when you look at it through that lens, I do think that you are more grateful. And I think when you are more grateful, it allows you to look at the present with a really good mentality, which allows you to really be constructive and then build that future the way that you want to, right? That's why it's constructive, right? That's why it's called construction, because you're building. But today I want to talk to you about fear, I want to talk to you about failure, and I want to talk to you about the future, because I think they all go hand in hand. I, I think one of the biggest fears I think is known, it is well known, that public speaking is the number one fear. Uh, but, you know, of course, the fear of death is up there as well. But the fear that I want to talk to you about is actually, it, it's it's called xenophobia, which is the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of strangers or something different that you're not used to and i think a lot of people do suffer with this i have this a lot where it's the fear of the lack of control where you can't really control what's going to happen and so the anxiety builds right i don't know what's going to happen after this conversation i've applied to this job but i haven't heard back i don't know what's going to happen it's that anxiety that builds up in you when you're working yourself up saying Is she going to reply back? It's when you get the three dots in the text and you just don't know if they're actually going to ever send a text or maybe if it's just like you were left on red and that's how it's going to be. But I find it fascinating that this is a, a fear where we consistently, including myself, consistently want to know the future. We want to know that things are going to pan out. We want to know that there is success in the end. Uh, we, we really struggle with the idea of just going after things just because we want to know that there's a purpose at the end. And I find it fascinating because in even in scripture, and I've talked about my faith before on this podcast, and it's not something I bring into the podcast lightly or anything like that, but I just find it interesting because one of the verses in Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says that eternity is actually in the hearts of men. So it's something that we're constantly thinking about is what's in the future what's to come how are we going to figure it out what is it what is actually going to be there and so you create those questions of anxiety or those questions that bring i think discovery more than anything if you allow them to if you let it just go and you're not afraid of stepping into that future i think a lot of the uh, inventors and beautiful inventions that we've had over the years are are from people who stepped up and said i don't know if this is going to work but we're going to do it anyway and that's what we're going to be talking about with with failure and i want to talk to you about your future in this sense is 
when you're stepping into something new, what exactly are you afraid of? Are you able to actually pinpoint Maybe you do want to start something new. Maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe you actually want to start a business or you want to, maybe it's as even as simple as you want to have a conversation with a loved one that you haven't talked to in a long time or a friend that you haven't talked to in a while or an ex that you just want to reconcile with and make sure that things are well and make sure that you don't leave any bad blood because you don't want to just burn bridges to burn bridges. You're not a pyromaniac. Some of those bridges, you might actually end up crossing over again. So you do not want to have that mentality. But I find it it's so odd because there are so many reasons to do something beneficial. Maybe it is have that conversation. Maybe it is go to the gym. Maybe it is go back to school. Maybe it is look for a new job. There are so many good reasons to do something. Update your resume. Send it in. Try it out. Make that phone call. Um, follow that lead. Whatever it might be. But all you need is one no, and it can derail everything. One negative thought can derail everything, and you immediately start beginning to overwhelm yourself with this fear, whatever it might be. And it's like we create a million reasons not to do something out of one anxiety of or, or one moment that we say, I don't know if I can. It's why procrastination is so huge, right? Procrastination is such a big thing because we can literally have great amounts of things that we should do that we know are beneficial. I need to do my homework. I need to do my laundry. I need to clean this. I need to organize my area because then I'll be more creative. But instead, eh, the, the new season of The Witcher is out, so I'm going to binge watch that. Like We make these decisions all the time, and it's not beneficial, but it's also one of those things that we can compartmentalize in our brains and simply say, yeah, but, and, and that's where it gets us, right? That's where our fear of the unknown or the fear of what is about to happen becomes rationalized in our brains to think, yeah, but we could binge watch the Witcher in, in this, of course, this analogy. I, I do think it's interesting. I was looking up some stuff on procrastination and just the fear of the future and uh, xenophobia. And Dr. Pierre Steele, he's a professor of motivational psychology at the University of Calgary. He actually calls procrastination self-harm. It's self-harm. And he wrote a book called Procrast The Procrastination Equation, How to Stop Putting Things Off and Start Getting Stuff Done. I mean, if that's not a book that I think most millennials and probably Gen Zers and everybody should read, especially for the fact that we're building a future, it's our job to actually carry this universe into the future. I think that's something that we should absolutely read and learn to stop doing. Because when you are looking at procrastination or the fear of the unknown, what you end up doing is you try to control things to an extent in your world. And you try to shrink it down to where it's rational, right? I can put this off to tomorrow because whatever it might be. Now, it might be something along the lines of homework where you have a due date where eventually it comes around and you then you're so stressed and you say, I have to get this done in like 30 minutes when you had 30 days. 
but that procrastination of I can put it off to tomorrow, I can put it off to tomorrow, I can put it off to tomorrow, because you don't know if you're going to be able to complete that. Well, maybe you don't feel confident that you would write that paper as well as you uh, could, or maybe you just don't want to do it. And it's not even about laziness or anything. It's just about the fact that internally your brain is not mentally in the position where you want to actually do homework or do any schoolwork, or maybe you just don't want to do anything. And I've been there in those moments because fear has overwhelmed me when you burrow it down to its core, you you can link it to some form of fear, whether it's a, a fear of rejection, fear, fear of failure, which we're going to talk about failure in a second. Uh, any of those things, you can boil it back down to that. And as I've gone through my life, I have learned there are a lot of core fears that I've had that stem from self-esteem issues and my fear of being... Uh, not good enough for just people, like ju- just in general. Like I, I consistently want to be around and be useful to people. I don't want to just exist or be a friend that's like, yeah, that he's he's always here. He's the wallflower, right? The perks of being a wallflower is all about that. But it's like you're always there. I want to be somebody who's useful. Where it's like, no, Kyle can help you move, or Kyle can be able to do this, and and. Let's ask Kyle because he would definitely be somebody that is useful in this, right? He could bring some wisdom to it or he could be useful. I, I don't like the idea of not being useful. And so that's a big fear of mine that that I constantly try to learn new things. I'll read books, I'll, I'll read or listen to podcasts, and I want to learn new things so that I'm useful at all times. But I, I've boiled it down to my fears and what I love is there is a pastor, or, or he's technically, he's not a pastor anymore. He he actually uh, works for Rock Nation, I believe. And he's also the CEO of Adopt Together. And he is one of my favorite mentor type people who I've listened to for years. But a guy by the name of Hank Fortner once said, fear, it doesn't make you smarter. It makes you smaller. And that impacted me immensely because it helped me realize that every time I was doing something out of fear or every time I avoided something out of fear, it was clenching and closing my world from the beauty of being able to explore and learn and discover. So big things are are always going to be scary and, and those adventures are going to be scary but don't avoid things or separate yourself or make choices just solely based on fear because that is not going to make you smarter. It's going to make you smaller. So shout out to Hank Fortner. Love that guy. We're also going to talk about failure because I feel like the fear of failure is something that a lot of people deal with. Is, is They, they want to be able to do things and you could reach into the perfectionist mentality, which is something that I've very much so done. And as you reach into that perfectionist mentality, you won't do anything unless you know you could do it perfect or do it better than others. And that fear is ridiculous. And something that I've learned is that failure is inevitable. It is literally a part of life. But I had to learn that by, you guessed it, failing. And what I have learned is that failure is not a stop sign. Failure is not a stop light. 
Failure, I feel like, is a green light where it says, okay, you've got to go. Sometimes failure is a U-turn. Sometimes failure is just an exit ramp. And it allows you to go into a different direction where you say, you know what, I don't need to go down this road anymore. This is a failing opportunity that I'm learning that I, I just don't need to drive this. I mean, if you drove to work every single day, and every single day there is a train that you get at the same time and you sit there, would you try to find a, a new way to work? Would you try to find a new route? That's the process of failure. And I, I've, I've loved the question of what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, right? That's like one of the cliche things I've heard in podcasts. I've heard it in social media posts is what would you do if you couldn't fail? Would you write a book? Would you start a business? Would you go back to school? Those are all great questions. But I truly believe that in order to step into your future, it has to be bigger than just what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Because that's a great question of what would you do? Absolutely. But the problem is, is you're going to fail, period. End of story. Failure is inevitable. It doesn't, know, it doesn't even matter what you want to do. At some point, you're going to fail at it. I, I love what one of my favorite teachers says is, <laughs> he says, he, he writes books and people will ask him all the time, how do, how, do I, how do I sell a good book? Or how do I write a good book? Or how do I do this? And he said, he always gets these questions where it's talking about how do I make a lot of money off of my books that I'm writing versus how do I become a good writer? So there's, two, there's a disconnect there if you're not asking the right question. And he said, the only way to be a good writer is to be a bad writer. And be willing to be a bad writer. If you want to do something well, then you have to do something bad first. At some point in my life, I was as good or better than LeBron James at, is at basketball. Now, LeBron James may have been three years old, and I may have been 18, and I was better than him at basketball. LeBron James turned four, and then he was better than me at basketball at 18. But at some point... I could have stuffed it to him and been like, I'm the king, but I would never do that now because, I mean, he's probably been better than me at basketball since he was like five. No joke. But the point being is in order to do something well, you have to be willing to be bad at it. That's part of why I just continually will post this podcast. I have a, a number in my brain of what I want to do and how I want to do it. And every single week, I just, I'm going to do it. I, that is my goal. Regardless of failure, I'm just going to do it. And, and that is where my mentality is at, is I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to have bad episodes. I know I'm going to post clips that get no views. I know I'm going to post these things. That's inevitable. I don't even care about that. What really matters is I want to become a person that failure doesn't matter. Failure doesn't affect me. I want to become a person that is just disciplined enough to do it because that is what you do. Has nothing to do with the outcome. And that way, in the process of, I would say, just doing and failing, you're going to find different things that are successful. That's one of the reasons why very wealthy people can make more money is because they build not just one business, but they'll have 20, 30 businesses and 15 of them will completely bomb. But five of them will do all right. 
and maybe one extra one will do really well and become the size of all 20 of those combined. So you have more opportunities the more you put it out there. So I definitely just want to encourage you as you step into your future, what are you afraid of? Name it. Name what you're afraid of. Follow it back to its source. Face it as best you absolutely can. And don't be making decisions based on fear. I promise you, it will only make you smaller. It will not make you smarter or better than anybody by saying, ah, I'm going to be wise. We're not going to do that. I, I don't want to deal with the failure. Well, I can promise you, if you don't want to deal with the failure, you're never going to step into your future because the future is full of failure. So get used to it and focus on becoming a person where failure doesn't matter. I truly believe that that will change everything about you. That's going to do it for this conversation. I certainly hope that you'll have a wonderful weekend. Remember to give grace, show love, and stay a stellar. Peace.